For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Joined this morning in our first HMD interview with Daniel Frost. Welcome to HMD, and how's the HMD experience been so far? I know you have bosses sitting right here, but <laughs> if they weren't here? Yeah, no, I still say the same thing as I would always say. I'm having a, an excellent time, a great time. Um, I can't complain when I'm at a racetrack, and especially with this team, they've been very, very nice to me, and, you know, they've been giving me everything that I possibly need to to win, so they've been, they've been um, yeah, just... I can't complain. Um, I'm just happy that they're they're here to help me out and you know pursue what I want. So uh, I was looking at your kind of road to indie career as you've as you've gone up, and the second year in each category, you seem to take a pretty big jump up in terms of consistency and results. And do you feel like this year is that year where last year you actually had consistently pretty good results all year, a couple podiums in Indy Lights with Andretti. Um, so what's your, you know, how are you feeling coming this year and what's a what's a, a goal target for you in terms of results? Right, I mean, like every year you can see that, that the results are getting better and we're being more consistent, um, especially from last year to from an EPRO. I think that's the biggest jump that I've had in my career so far, um, just because the difference of Indie Pro to Tinny Lights is, is huge. Um, and I think Indie Lights is great in terms of, of how... You can prepare yourself to to get to the next next level, and yeah, we last year was more of um, a learning curve and and race experience, um, just because I was a little bit behind compared to those guys, and you know, um, what it really helped me was was that I was driving with them and you know learning from what they were doing to to make me better as a driver, um, and you know we were getting good results. I think we had four podiums last year and three poles, which which I think was pretty decent. For, for for feel like that and you know with the experience I had I think was was quite a, a, a achievement but you know I think I really want to take the next step this year um I've been really working on myself over the off season to to make myself a better driver and I think that's that's the case in terms of results um, we've been seeing that in off in the off season and I mean even yesterday we we didn't have the best qualifying um just made a small error but in in the practice after that we bounced back went to p1 so you know it's always it's always good to see and it shows that that yeah the work has been done and and it's just showing on track so one thing i always hear especially from rob howden is the jump from indie pro 2000 to indie lights is the biggest jump in terms of learning a new car and everything why is that it's it's more of everything really and it's a completely different chassis um, the chassis that we're using is actually the same as the IndyCar, so it's 
something that you're you have to to make the jump and and you know we have wider tires more power more downforce more braking force you know all of that stuff um it just equivalates so we're about going we're going around five to six seconds a lap faster which which is quite quite a quite a bit um and in terms of physic physicality and and mentality is that's that's where it really comes in um just because this is the last step of the highest level it takes takes everything out of you to to make sure that you're on the top and on the top of the game to, to you know make it to the to highest level do you train um physically any different than you did from last year for indie lights i'd say so i think <laughs> i've i've moved up a little bit more in my my physical side um i'd say i've worked almost twice as hard as what i did last year consistently in the gym you know taking out different different hobbies like biking um, different types of sport to to keep me in shape and you know have a good um, wide variety of, of things that I'm gonna do so I can learn how to make myself a better person. Um, you know the closest thing that I think that to is racing is boxing. So yeah, I think it has very good coordination and it's very similar in terms of like how long you need to endure yourself because you know how boxing is you need five yeah. rounds, twenty five minutes per, right. per round. So that's it's it's long. So. It's the same thing as here. We're on the track for an hour without stopping, so I think it's a very good thing where those two come and play. Um, so yeah, I'm just you know working myself out. So we're gonna put some gloves on a box. Exactly, <laughs> I, I have to. If not, my fingers are gonna get messed up, and, and <laughs> then yeah. you can drive. Exactly, my hands are the most important thing <laughs> of the car. Of, you know. <laughs> so non-racing question here, since this is first time, your first time on the show. <coughs> You're going to put a song on our Spotify playlist, something you listen to before the race or after the race to get you in the mood, and uh, what would it be? Okay. Um, and it can be... There are some ridiculous songs on there, so don't don't be embarrassed if it's, like, something no, completely no, crazy. No, you do have to be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll still do it. I got you, I got you. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do listen to something that really gets me in the mood, yeah. um, which is Eminem. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he really helps me, gets me in my zone. Yeah. And which one? I think it's till I collapse, if I'm not wrong. Okay. Yep. That's, that's right, right here. So that's easy to add. Exactly. Yes. It should be on the top five. Should be right there. That's one of my my go-to songs just before I get on the track. You know, just really gets me in the in the zone. I you love know, it. pumped. You know, that's that's the guy that I'm listening to before I go on track. This one listens to music that screens at him, and I'm like. I cannot <laughs> handle this. I, I may be known for falling asleep to heavy metal music at night. So, <laughs> make of that what you will. Maybe the opposite, to make you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you enjoyed the Super Bowl halftime show then? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I watched the, the yeah. Dre and um, Snoop Dogg. They were up there on, on the stage, and I, I did like it. It yeah. kind of gave back the 80s, 90 vibes, which was nice. I think he's calling us old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do it's like fine. that. I really like that. But though. I like you old people, is what he <laughs> <Yeah>. just said. <laughs> it must have been fine. nice back in the day like that. <laughs> must have been great in your day. <laughs> Man, you old folks had good music. <laughs> so... Back to racing, you St. Pizza track you've always done really well at. I think, for the most part, never out of the top five uh, through the road to Indy. What about St. Pete do you like so much and you've always been able to find success no matter what level the road to Indy you've been in? One I th- uh, I'd say is that it's my home state. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. 
You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. I'm three hours away, so, you know, that's, and it's the opening season, great atmosphere, just love the track, I mean, it suits me very well, and, you know, for some reason, I've always been fast here, not sure why, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, it's a great thing, I I mean, I really enjoy being at this track, and, you know, in the past three years, we've always been in, in the top five, so, us being outside of that disqualifying, kind of, you know, shakes things up a little bit but I, I definitely think that when we come back on Sunday we're going to be able to you know make it back to the to the top five for sure um I mean I, I do like this track as well in terms of like how the weather is you know most tracks are either cold or way too hot but I think here it has the happy median between so I mean yeah I, I just think that that this track is is an amazing place to be for the opening season it's kind of a unique schedule for you guys this weekend. You have two practices and qualifying yesterday, and instead of having two races in a weekend like you have had probably your whole road to career, there's only one race a weekend now. So on a day like today, which is Saturday, and there's nothing to do, is it kind of like, is it a little bit of an adjustment for you to just, there's nothing really to do today? I think it's pretty strange yeah. that I'm not doing anything in terms of driving today like zero so it's it's a new thing that i'm kind of getting used to uh well we only have one race like you said that that's also something i have to get used to with um with only that single qualifying and you know it's it's nice that we're switching it up a little bit i mean i i take today as a rest day and to come regenerate myself before tomorrow's race but i i do take this day as a very important day to to you know go through the data mention here to learn what what I can do best to make myself as fast as I can for tomorrow and, and what we can do to the car to make it as good as possible. So today is more of like something I have to get used to and what we can do to extract the most out of this weekend um, before the race happens on Sunday. So Sunday, obviously you're not starting the top five, but what's the key to, you know, either a po- like what's the, what's the key to get up onto the podium this weekend? This track is, is a lot about track position. So what I'm... For me personally, I'm I'm thinking uh, we need to to make it as many moves as possible in the first first few laps, because that's the best time, best opportunity to get past. And you know, obviously, turn one is going to be a little bit risky, but I think we have to take that risk to make ourselves in a position to even be able to get up to the podium spots. Um, but I, I I do believe that that this track is is very po- possible. Most yeah. tracks is is more of a one car field. But here, um, I, I do think that turn one, turn four, and turn ten is definitely an overtaking opportunity. 
So with that push to pass that we have, it's gonna it's gonna definitely yeah. help. Yeah, yeah. Kind of a push to pass. <laughs> so is that rule apply for them too? The new IndyCar rule? I don't I don't know if the push to pass if you're a lap down rule applies in Indy Lights. Uh, I, we are using the old system from last year. Okay, so no. So it's still the same thing. Okay. But we are going back to that uh, new system in the next round. Oh. Yeah. So we've been trying out things, and it didn't. It wasn't as perfect as they were expecting. So we're we're taking it a little bit behind. So yeah. just to make sure that everything is working good before we go back into the race with that new system. Yeah. But for now, we're gonna be able to use 15 push to passes for 15 la- seconds okay. um, for the entire race, which will be nice. Yeah. It'll be make my life a lot easier to get past people. <laughs> does help yeah it it 100% does help well we'll wrap it there and let you uh, enjoy a restful Saturday and good luck tomorrow and good luck this season man thank you I appreciate that hey there and welcome to the joy of paddle podcast hosted by me Minter Dial a veteran of the paddle tennis world and sponsored by paddle 1969 Whether you're a paddle tennis aficionado, just beginning or have never even heard of paddle or padel as it's called in North America, this is an exhilarating new show that delves into the captivating stories of notable paddle personalities worldwide. In its inaugural season, you'll be treated to exclusive anecdotes, valuable tips, life lessons and humorous moments shared by esteemed professional paddle players, industry insiders and passionate paddle enthusiasts. With each season aligning with the Pro Tour, you can anticipate two engaging episodes per month. The Joy of Paddle Podcast is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, where you can find other great shows in a number of categories, such as sports, health and wellness, true crime, and fiction. To find out more about Evergreen Podcasts, go to www.evergreenpodcast.com. Vamos! Vamos!